Hello BYU, my name is Becca Smith and I'm filling in for our usual host, Hector Martinez, today. I'm a senior at BYU studying public relations and welcome to our podcast, Open Up BYU. We made this podcast to start the difficult conversation around diversity and inclusion on ethnic minorities here at BYU. We want to open up the discussion to everyone in order to resolve misunderstandings and begin healing for anyone who has had a tough experience dealing with racial issues here on campus. Today we have Brittany Salinas. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure thing. My name is Brittany Salinas. I'm a senior studying public relations here at BYU. I am from a small town in Texas. It's like an hour north of Houston. Yeah, I really love playing soccer, love meeting new people. It's really what led me to my major at BYU is just because I love hearing other people, where it is they're coming from, what their interests are, really making connections. And so I really feel like what I'm studying has really tailored to that. Very nice. Thank you. We're excited to have you on today. Just to start off, how did you make your decision of coming to BYU as a senior in high school and just trying to decide on where you wanted to go? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was a fun time. Really stressful, I think, for anyone trying to pick out a school. I think for me, I definitely got a lot of help with my high school counselor. Initially, I was going to school in Texas. That was the plan. And it was... A funny thing of just as far as a lot of prayer, it just always came back. I always thought of the BYU deadline. I looked into it. So much of my family, we we stay close. We're located in the same area. To think about making that big of a jump was a bit intimidating and scary, so I pushed it off. But with a thought just reoccurring, I went ahead and applied. Really just, I hadn't visited the campus and I didn't know much, but the people that I did meet when going to a YSA or just activities in general, they talked about having really good experiences and making really good friends. Where I grew up, you meet a lot of different people. I liked the bad idea of being able to meet really good people with similar beliefs, similar ideas receiving that acceptance letter and everything, I really felt that was confirmation that that's where I needed to go. So any fears I had about stepping away from family or stepping in from the norm, Mm -hmm. uh, going away from home, just kind of subsided in knowing, you know, you prayed about this and it's worked out and you need to be there. I'm sure that was really difficult for you to make that decision. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. I'm the youngest in my family. I have two older siblings, but I'm the only one going to college or have gone to college. Mm -hmm. So just the whole process in general was new. It was different, but it's definitely been worth it. I know why I'm here. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you for sharing that. That's really special. What are some positives of coming to BYU? And who's the first generation of coming here and also as a Latina American as well? I think what's been really neat about BYU is being exposed to something different than what you are used to. I know me coming from Texas, there's the Southern draw to jump into something that you're not used to. That's been really interesting. It's been humbling and Mm -hmm. it's, it's been a good thing. Really loved that. And I really loved the, the faculty teaching methods, being able to apply the faith that we have, what it is that we believe in, knowing that we're learning these concepts, but why we're learning them and what we're going to do with them after. I've really loved that. And just, I did community college before and just different different campuses altogether there is just a different feel and so that's something I've really liked about BYU and with it being a whole different environment you know of Hispanic descent for me it's been nice because I've been able to connect with and embrace that part of me more as well like recognize it first coming here it was it was kind of like wow there's a lot of white people like that thought crossed my mind it's like 
Uh, and I had I didn't really have that thought before. And so really coming to grips with that and saying, you know, there's differences. I want to share those and I want to learn about other people's. That's been really fun about BYU to learn about where different people come from. There's a lot of people from BYU, international students. There's from different states. I hope to travel a lot one day. But until then, <laughs> I think BYU has been good about connecting you to those different people as we're pursuing our studies. That's awesome. That's a really cool perspective. In general, what was your perception before coming to BYU? And since being here, has it changed? Has it? How has it developed? Right. This might get a little real. But so before I came to BYU, I really had no idea except for the few comments I'd heard. It's good. You'll find people with similar beliefs. And my only worry or my only thought was, it's going to be cold. <laughs> so much snow. I feel it's that. Like, I'm from the South. I feel yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was me 100%. And that was probably my one, my only thing was, how am I going to walk in the snow? I don't own snow boots. <laughs> These cowboy boots, like, they're not going to work. And those were kind of my thoughts before coming in. And then when I actually jumped in, a very different... It was a very different feel of just knowing, wow, when I walked into a room, noticeably more white mm-hmm. than what I was used to growing up. Specifically in my small town, um, you would say white was the minority. There was a lot of black, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And so it, that was different for me. Uh, and through the years in attending BYU, there's definitely been ups and downs. I've, I've had a few experiences where I felt like my... My color, who I was, was the first impression. Whereas growing up, I didn't really see that as often, or that wasn't as evident to me. It was more, hi, my name is Brittany. Whereas sometimes I feel like as I've studied here, there's when meeting people, is oh, you know, you have a very clear accent. Or you speak <laughs> English very well. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Or where, where are you descended from? Mm-hmm. Right. And I wasn't used to those kind of questions as often. Mm. I think sometimes those comments come off as offensive. But one thing I've really learned is from the start, I would really be offended. It's like, whoa, like. Back okay, up. <laughs> That's a weird question to ask. Mm-hmm. But what I've really, really taken into consideration where these people are coming from and that they maybe grew up somewhere differently than I did. One thing that comes to mind for me is there was that whole blackface incident, mm-hmm. right? So initially when I heard about it, I was angry. It's like, that should not happen. That's not a thing. That's wrong. Like, you should know that. That's very obvious. But then when I actually thought through it and, right, don't know the identity of this person, don't know where they're coming from, but really taking a moment of, well, you know, where, where did they grow up? Who were they exposed to? Did they learn about you know, those behavioral patterns in the past that suggested racist comments that are inappropriate. I know overall when I've talked to other BYU students, they'll talk about, oh, well, you know, growing up, we didn't talk a whole lot about civil rights or we didn't talk about these movements. We, you know, we know it's Black History Month, but we didn't have so many events or things going on talking Mm -hmm. about it. When I really sat there and thought about, well, maybe this person just wasn't exposed or didn't know about these things in the same way that I did, mm-hmm. where I grew up. So it's unfair for me to say, hey, you know what, that's horrible. <laughs> like, you should be punished, the utmost punishment. Mm-hmm. But instead just say, this is a, a time to be educated. This is a time to share and discuss it. There are those offensive comments, but sometimes mm-hmm. just understanding that maybe there's just a gap there of 
what we've learned about or what we don't know yet and just being able to communicate that. And I think also the key is just opening up, if you will, not for the tagline, but also just for people to be more understanding in general. And when they open up their heart to just understanding other people's point of views, if they're, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter, political, racial, diversified, you know, gender, like all these different elements. As long as we understand like where we're coming from, we can be more of an open society. Right. I, I definitely think that because that's the thing is to say, what you said was offensive. Can we talk through it? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be open to that of talking through it and come to a compromise mm-hmm. and, and say, oh, you know, I, I can understand that or let me place myself in your shoes. Then it makes it difficult altogether. Would you like to talk about how your friend group has formed here on campus? Overall, I would have to say it's been a little difficult. When I did arrive to BYU, as I started my first year, I had multiple experiences that really made it difficult for me to see why I wanted to stay or why I even needed to be here. One example of that is my freshman year, seeing as, you know, I was away from home, not knowing anyone, trying to make new friends, was hanging out with this group and my roommate happened to know all these people so just a new way to make connections and there were two people there two guys who really it's kind of hard to to share but in the conversation of things when we were talking about what we like to do and things that things about ourselves they they happened to mention just casually about how in in their free time or for fun, they like to go on this website where cameras are set up along the border and they can watch these recordings in hopes of trying to spot someone, trying to spot these people. And as they do so, they can call in or make reports in hopes of, you know, trying to capture these people. And I just remember listening and not knowing how to react and um sorry it's just kind of hard for me to share just remembering it um but just knowing it it was more the way that they they talked about it how um it almost seemed like what they were looking at weren't human beings um and just in in a way just really dehumanizing dehumanizing people that that I connect with that I consider to be my own people and so with that being one of my first encounters, I had a really rough time. Everyone was laughing, giggling, and I just remember going home that night and just crying and just thinking, is this really how things are? You know, people actually do this for fun. This is this is something that happens. I, I just couldn't understand it. And there were more instances like that, not as drastic or as insane at all comments here and there and things that would happen I think just those first impressions they really hit me hard and let me know that my my color or my identity my culture to some and not all because I've met wonderful people too that people tend to point that out and they see that in me or in others just those experiences in general is just to point out that although things are well and good and for the most part, amazing connections can be made and people do not discriminate 24-7. 
that there are still instances and there are still moments where that occurs. And, you know, with something like that, I applied to transfer schools. I uh, was ready to go back to Texas and everything. And when I met with an advisor, they mentioned, do what's best for you. I completely understand your situation. And I will never forget her telling me, you know, we really do need people like you here. Because if you leave, then nothing's going to change. I actually did go home and I was working to save money so I could start my new class at my new school. And that just never left my mind of, you know, if you leave, things will stay the same. Nothing will change. And eventually the money I saved up wound up going towards a mission. I felt prompted that that's what I needed to do. And then through that whole experience, I, I wound up back here at BYU. So I know that there, there are experiences where it's made it difficult for me to be open and to be warm and to really try and build those connections. And I'm trying to get better at that. I just hope that with my being here, and I've really seen it now, I didn't understand it then. I know that there was a reason behind it. I needed to be here maybe just to share a story just to let people know that um, that they're not alone in going through things like that or that there's room for improvement. I think it's a really great place to be and that's why I'm still here and I'm so grateful to graduate. And I'm also grateful that there's this opportunity to talk about something like this. I have friends who attend different faiths, a uh, significant number you know, of color, minority groups, and it's not something conscious or intentional. It's just how it's, it's played out of what conversations, what we talk about, the things we want to do together. And that's not to say I, I have formed connections here at BYU. It's just a very different sense. If I had to try and explain it, it's almost how comfortable I can be. Mm-hmm. I know within friend groups, the way you term it is your white voice. Mm-hmm. Of I know there's a certain way I need to behave and a certain way to go about doing things at a certain location. But with these friends, these other connections, I can be more myself. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry if I, you know, say a word wrong or Mm -hmm. say it in Spanish, right? (laughs) I can can be that Mm -hmm. and really embrace that within those groups. I've tried to be better about that, of just Mm -hmm. saying, you know, I I can try and show a bit more of myself. That's okay. Not necessarily, you know, play this part. Mm-hmm. I can I can be all of that. And people will come to respect that. I feel like some of it is intimidating or it's a fear of, oh, she's too much or mm-hmm. she's falling into that stereotype, right? So <laughs> uh, with that worry, it's sort of, okay, I need to portray this instead. And what I love about, you know, the discussion of diversity and everything is to just say, embrace who it is that you are, embrace your differences, but find those commonalities and really respect and love that about each other, that's what I really look forward to, is to see more of that and to kind of overcome those those things. Because in a way, I feel like some of it is subconscious. It's not something I'm actively doing of like, this is what I need to do now, and this is what I will do later, mm-hmm. right? I think it's a thing of just societal behavioral patterns. It's something in the background. But I think as we are more conscious of it and work at it, then... Um, we can really overcome those. So along with that, what type of stereotypes have you encountered here at BYU? <laughs> or just a couple? No, that's fine. Um, I think to name off a few, 
let's see. I think some of it is overall when you meet someone and, right, just taking it appearance into account. Sometimes the comments that are made, like the stereotype of just, oh, you're a really curvy Latina, right? And it's a very bold statement to make. Yeah, that's very bold. Someone. And it automatically, for me, it makes me think too much in myself. I mm -hmm. think internally, if, when I look at people, it's more, oh, you know, nice smile or nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. And so some of those comments, I feel like, have really, well, yeah, my, my identity, my culture, like what I identify mm -hmm. with is being pointed out right now. And you just kind of nod through it. <laughs> uh, so that's definitely been one. I It's sort of the comments of, let me get you some Fakis or Hot Cheetos. But that's the thing is, mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily offended. I think mm -hmm. just being careful is that some are. Mm -hmm. uh, because there are certain aspects to my culture that, yeah, emphasize that. Like, I love that. Mm -hmm. But also be open to that <laughs> there's, like, different subgroups of Latin culture that they don't all like spicy food. Or mm -hmm. they don't all like to salsa dance. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, you know, instead of just outright saying, like, these are the things you must like more... So tell me about the things that you like, mm -hmm. right? And take the time to learn more instead of just making the assumption. That's a lot of what I've seen. So we've been talking a lot about communications within diversity. So for your future career, what do you see happening? I really hope to try and incorporate the languages that I do know, mm -hmm. knowing Spanish, working on Portuguese. Portuguese is hard. And... <laughs> With English as well, being able to find a way to work within an organization that really focuses on building relationships. A lot of where my interest is is in nonprofit, refugee work. Those those are things I've done and I've really loved doing. And so as far as diversity in those groups, I would love to see more women in authoritative positions for sure. I would love to see more of that. And, and that's, I'm saying that to myself as much mm -hmm. as Definitely. anyone else because I know right now, even as I'm preparing for graduation, looking at different job positions, when I see the title of lead or manager, I, I don't know if it's, you know, because mm -hmm. of that specifically, but it's one of those things where it's a fear that Definitely. <laughs> that shouldn't be there. You know, we are capable. We mm -hmm. can do it. I would love to see more of that in a few years' time and that there's the confidence there to do it. I would also just love to see overall more culture, more diversity, like in those workplaces within the field of PR. There could definitely be more who have a different perspective, a different voice mm -hmm. that can really contribute and connect with the variety that is America, mm -hmm. right, that is here in this country. That would be really great to see more of. So do you feel like your background and upbringing in Texas is different overall from your peers here at BYU? I think in some ways, yes, with mentioned before of just maybe what we were taught mm -hmm. in the different school systems and that sort of thing. What, what was emphasized more, I think, is very different. For me, different background as far as what was available and the resources. Being a first-generation college student, too, mm -hmm that it was very challenging to, to break through. And I think some of the things that can be taken for granted that we have, you know, others are so grateful for. I'm grateful for my Mac laptop. Like, you know? <laughs> Definitely. Um, yes. and, and how much it took to mm -hmm. have something like that, mm -hmm. to have this sort of education is such a huge blessing. From the background I've had, the type of influences that are there, for me and my family, whether immediate or extended, 
it's very easy to say this is just the way life is and these are the options and this is what I can do with my life and it can be very negative a lot of struggle a lot of strife or Mm -hmm. you work hard to to better yourself to be educated to pursue a career and very few in my family have done that and just giving examples because we need to stay home we need to work to help pay the rent or to help our family it's a very consistent thing so that's always a concern too is one of those things of I really need to help my family I should be helping them right now and this will help them in the long term I'm doing this so that potentially I can have a good career a decent salary that will help them more than if I stayed there and so those are concerns I feel like in where I grew up my demographic income level what have you that that could vary and be very different Mm -hmm. from what someone may have experienced elsewhere or here they have that sense of stability they they can have help they have those resources either way the fact that we can all get there we can all get to that point makes it okay it might be challenging right it might be (laughs) difficult uh, more so for one person compared to another But I think the fact that we're all just striving for the same goal, the same things, that's where we can still get along and find the common ground. Thank you. That was perfect. Thank you so much for coming in and showing us your perspective about BYU culture, your background, where you're coming from, where your goals, where you're headed, which we're very excited to see. (laughs) Yay, graduation. Love it. Would you like to share any other comments or insights or advice to students struggling with diversity on campus? Advice that I would offer is I know when I came in as a freshman or through the years is I was very much the the silent voice in class. So if there was ever a comment or not even just in class, anywhere in general, if there was a comment that seemed offensive or something that bothered me, I sort of just bottled it up Mm -hmm. and I didn't talk through it. I didn't try and discuss it. I definitely wasn't one to raise my hand, but I've seen now as I'm preparing to graduate in these, these senior level classes, I've built that confidence to just be able to, to say, hey, this is what I'm feeling right now. Can we talk about it? <laughs> or I, I didn't like this too much. Can, can we talk through this? I felt so much relief from that. And I've been able to build so much more connection from that and understanding from other people by voicing that and finding the appropriate way to voice it. You know, there's the initial bit of anger and just you know, this is not right, but taking the time to discuss and to talk through it, I've really seen so many blessings from that. So I would say to anyone that maybe does feel like they've had so many negative experiences or feels Mm -hmm. like no one's understanding them, I feel you 100%. (laughs) And if you want to reach out to me or just find someone to talk to because they're around and people do want to care. If you find a way to express it, you will feel so much better and your overall college experience will improve. The wise words of Brittany. Thank you. Yay! (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Brittany, for coming in today and sharing your perspective with us. Now BYU, we encourage you to also open up about issues regarding diversity and inclusion on campus. Make sure to follow our Instagram page, OpenUpBYU, and DM us if you have questions or suggestions for the podcast. Also, check out the book we discussed today called Diverse Voices, Profiles and Leadership, and you can DM us if you're interested in ordering the book. Subscribe to Open Up BYU wherever you hear podcasts, either on Spotify or iTunes, to know when we drop the next one. 
Thank you so much for listening and hashtag open up BYU.